Welcome to another episode of Ed's Up, sponsored by the Southern Early Childhood Association. Ed's Up is a podcast all about children and those that care for them. Hosted by Dr. Kathy Grace and Dr. Kenya Wolf with the Graduate Center for the Study of Early Learning at the University of Mississippi. Hello, this is Dr. Kathy Grace along with Dr. Kenya Wolf. We're so glad to be back with another episode of Ed's Up. Today, we are very fortunate to have Dr. Kathy Thornburg with us. She has had many, many years of experience in education, including teacher education and early childhood and policy courses at the universities of Kentucky and Missouri. She's directed programs serving children from six weeks of age through fourth grade and has conducted and been part of many national research projects. She served as Assistant Commissioner for the Early Childhood Office for the Missouri Department of Education. Following those experiences, Kathy has served as a TA expert with the Race to the Top Early Childhood Challenge States and the Preschool Development Grant. In the past, she served as President of NAYC and currently serves on the Buffett Early Childhood Institute Board of Advisors. She's also working to adapt military child care development program policies, procedures, and other program materials to support states in trying to unify their child care systems. And those systems should address affordability, availability, quality, and accountability across the country. In addition, she's working on an initiative that supports universities in the development of the early childhood policy certificates and graduate degrees. And we're going to talk more about that with Kathy. She holds a PhD degree, PhD degree in child development. And Kathy and I have known each other for many years. And I can tell you that she is beyond what is defined as a leader. She makes the leaders better that she is around. So, Kathy, thank you so much for being with us. And Dr. Wolf is also with us, as I said. And so, Dr. Wolf, I'm going to just turn it over to you and let you begin our questions for Kathy. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, Kathy, we're so glad to have you. And we know you've been involved with early childhood education and policies that those policies that help young children and their families just for so many years. And I'm just curious to hear your take on why you think uh, whether or not we need more folks trained in early childhood public policy And what are some of the things that those professionals would be working on? Well, thank you, Kenya. And and Kathy, thanks for that introduction. Uh, We have known each other for a very long time and worked together. uh, And it's been uh, nothing but fun. So uh, it's really great to be with you. Well, first, Kenya, let me start off with just kind of be negative for about a minute before I start being positive, which I like to be most of the time, because As you know, these past two years have played havoc with our lives and with the lives of young children and families and the people who teach and serve the young children. We've all suffered. And we hear so often in the news about childcare issues and their teachers quitting to go work at fast food establishments because they can get more money or programs just closing because they don't have staff and because of COVID. So You know, in addition to these issues, I think we have to look at a backdrop of social justice issues and environmental issues. So all of this to put in context what has been happening recently. And so let's turn to our goal. So if the goal is healthy and productive families with children who are healthy, curious to learn, successful as they enter elementary school, 
Now, we need to think positive and work toward those solutions. And that's what I'd like to talk most about today. So we ask, you ask about the early childhood years. And just so we're all on the same page, that's really prenatal through third grade as a common definition of early childhood. And when we hear about programs, childcare, pre-K, family childcare, uh, Head Start, Early Head Start, private and public preschool, family, friends, and neighbors, all caring for our children. We have to look at all of those programs as well as the overall well-being of young children. So that means other issues besides those programs, we have to consider the health and the mental health, which in young children, we generally call social-emotional issues. We have to look at nutrition, parenting, education, and so forth. So Moving forward, part of your the question, you know, states have received a lot of funds to work toward an improved system, and hopefully there'll be more funding coming soon to work on infrastructure. So we need more trained early childhood teachers with fair compensation. But as you say, we also need more professionals trained in early childhood policy to move us forward. And so I can talk a minute about that, or do you have another question now? No, I was just going to ask you to talk more about that because the discussions around individuals in policy that have backgrounds in early childhood education is one I think that is coming more and more to the forefront, given the fact that there is uh there are opportunities for more funds to come into states. There's more right. opportunities for funds to come from the federal government at that level. Right. We find a lot of times people who are in decision-making positions may not have the background or the educational experiences to make the best decisions. So talk to us some more about what this program that you're just now getting involved with. And I know that uh, Dr. Wolf Kenya is involved as well. So talk a little bit more about that program with us. Sure. Well, first, let me say that Dr. Sharon Lynn Kagan, and we know her as Lynn uh, from Columbia University, is a leader in this area. And she received funding from foundation several years ago to work on this exact issue of early childhood policy. And I'm thrilled to be her partner in this effort. Our initiative is called Early Childhood Policy in Institutions of Higher Ed. We studied how a new field emerges and realized that the training really starts at the university level. So we and an amazing advisory committee worked on products that established the content for this new field of study. So looking at early childhood policy, what, what do we think it really means I pulled a paragraph that I actually want to read because I think it makes it very clear uh, what early childhood policy is as a discipline or a field of study and what the policy leaders need to know and be able to do. And think as I'm reading this, how extensive the reach is beyond uh, what people generally think of, of early childhood. So if you'll bear with me, early childhood policy leaders must know and represent the communities of enrolled children and must speak the languages of those being served. They must also understand adult learning, institutional change, systems theory, economics, and political science, all requisite domains for affecting the considerable social change that early childhood policy requires. In addition to early childhood pedagogy, Future leaders need preparation in the disciplines and skill sets that will enable them to understand and use data, to think critically and outside the box, 
and to understand the nuances of the policymaking and implementation processes. Such individuals need exposure to diverse social sciences, including economics, sociology, and political science, so that they're equipped to join forces with leaders in early childhood pedagogy as they design, analyze, and advocate for constructive policies driven by research and evidence-based practice. So I know that was long, but I thought it was very important to show the breadth of the knowledge and the types of professionals needed in the field. So you can see we need a variety of policies that equitably enhance the overall well-being of all children and their families. If I could just say one of the things sure. that me was the knowledge, uh, the domains or the, the context in which this program is going to try to work through so that the participants will have information that maybe people wouldn't even think had anything to do with early childhood education. And I think part of our problem maybe nationally and certainly at the state level is that this is hard. People don't realize, realize how hard this is because they're still operating and we're talking about babies, so how hard can it be? Right, right. So do you see this as, where do you see this 15 years ago? I'll put it that way. Where do you see this field that is being developed and how important is it for the future of not just people in early childhood education, but people in business and people in foreign affairs, people in any of the domains or any of the uh, professions that right now, they may not even think this has a thing to do with them. Right. And so I, that leads me to talk for a minute about where we are today in this effort, because we're at kind of the beginning stages or phases of this, and then 5, 10, 15 years from now, we hope it looks considerably different. About a year ago, uh, with these foundation fundings, Lynn and I, along with a committee, looking at lots of great proposals, we funded 13 colleges and universities from across the country to develop early childhood degree programs or certificates in early childhood policy. A couple of these programs are accepting students now, and others will be ready by this fall, we hope, to offer certificates or graduate degrees in early childhood policies. The colleges and universities actually are located on both coasts and everywhere in between, so it's, it's really a national effort. And because we have what we think of as kind of a hodgepodge or a very chaotic non-system of early childhood programming and services, we need people, as I mentioned earlier, to rethink what a comprehensive, high-quality early childhood system could look like. So that's our goal, to have many universities offer graduate programs in early childhood uh, policy to train a diverse group of professionals to look toward the future and build early childhood system that supports all young children and their families. So that's our goal. Wonderful. So do you think that most of the students who are signing up for certificates or graduate degrees in these programs, are they from colleges of education or are they from other fields as well? Well, uh, we certainly think as they're beginning to enroll and, and this fall, we think there will be a lot of interest in the College of Ed students to obtain a certificate or actually a graduate degree in early childhood policy. But just as I mentioned all those fields, uh, it's a really an opportunity for students in lots of different departments and colleges. This is definitely an interdisciplinary effort. For example, 
in the 13 institutions that were funded a year ago, we have faculty working together from many different departments to offer the certificates and the degrees. So in addition to education, we have faculty and therefore we'll have students from health, social work, psychology, public policy, law perhaps, economics and, and more. So the good news is it's an interdisciplinary effort. The bad news is it's interdisciplinary efforts are very difficult in higher education, but these programs that we've funded are working wonderfully and close together to make it a reality. So we're very excited about what's happening now. You mentioned that people perhaps in law or in, let's just say, business administration uh, may have some interest in this. People who may be listening in the podcast right now say, well, hey, I might want to do that. I may have a, a degree in, uh, let's just say, social policy. How would I be able to find where I could hook up with some folks that would be able to direct me to how to sign up or apply to be a, a part of this group? We, in addition to funding <clears throat> these 13 institutions, we also funded in a competitive process network. So all of the people involved and interested can find materials, have conversations and so forth. So the website and the University of Washington received the contract. The website is ecpolicy.org. And that's where all of the materials that were developed by this project and research briefs and policy briefs and jobs and events and much more are on this uh, website, ecpolicy.org. In addition, there will be a listing of all of the universities that we've funded, as well as other institutions of higher ed that may have either a policy certificate or degree program. There aren't many, but they will be listed on this website as well. In addition, if someone's very interested in having conversations, attending webinars and so forth related to early childhood policy, up in the top bar on the ecpolicy.org site, there is a link that says Join Policy Connect. And that's where the people from universities as well as professional development providers interested in early childhood policy can join together and become a member of that community of practice. So there are several avenues that people can pursue at different levels to find out how they could be a part of this or how they could refer this opportunity to others who they feel like would benefit from it. Correct. Yes, ecpolicy.org. Okay, we'll be sure to put that in our little uh, description when we have our uh, PR about you up on our website. Great, thank you. We've, we've talked a lot about this new project, and I guess one of the things that I, I'd like for you to just touch on, we could probably talk for days about this, is the future of the early childhood system in this country, given that we had uh, some stabilization grant funds, and in Mississippi, just as an example, that was actually translated into over half a billion dollars that was uh, and is going to childcare stabilization and providing more opportunities for low-income parents to uh, have their children in a high-quality program. We know that it is a one 
time fixed, that it's not a recurring opportunity. We also uh, right now are still struggling to see if funds were going to be in some configuration to be uh, appropriated with the second piece of this from the feds. What would be your, and you have had many years of experience, so I'm asking of this of your wisdom, what would be your advice to people that are in state government or in policy making decisions, people at the local level? What would be your advice as to how we should view the next five years or what we should be doing to help us along the way in the next five years? That's a really good question. Uh, I would take a long time to answer, but I I wish I had a magic wand. Um, That's that's part of what I started out with kind of as the problem. We have so many people at all levels, local, state and national levels in government that have done a, a good job of running programs for young children. But now when you step back and think about a system, and you know, I, I said it's not only a system of childcare, but early childhood includes the early elementary grades, it includes Head Start and Early Head Start, everywhere children are cared for and educated during the day, but also nutrition, as I mentioned, and parenting education. So the system is so big compared to the individual programs and individual state departments, for example, that work on these various separate programs. And so the challenge is to bring them all together. I know several states have all of these programs that receive federal dollars in one unit at a state department. Uh, A few more are currently building and pulling these programs from social services, health, mental health, and education into one unit. But that's, then that's good, I think, but it's very difficult um, as you have all of this new money to develop a system and few people really trained in thinking about the complete system and what it could and should look like. Also not knowing what new monies may be coming in, or if there will be ongoing monies for certain programs, because this is, you know, one-time funding. There are so many difficult issues. There are so many people working hard to figure out the issues. Lynn and I wish that this early childhood policy certificate and degree initiative had occurred several years ago, so people would be more ready for what's happening today. But, you know, it's not too late to think and learn together. There are federal TA groups and private groups that are trying to reach out and help support states in in working with all of this funding and developing a system. So I guess my only hope is in five years and in 10 years that we have stable funding and we have unified, coordinated programming beyond just the care and education part, but as I mentioned earlier, with the health and the nutrition and the parenting ed and so forth, that we actually have what we can call an early childhood system. That would be my hope and dream for somewhere between five and 10 years from now. And I think that these degrees and certificates and so forth that will be training people to do that kind of work. I think that's exactly, I think that's exactly what 
the training programs will look like. Comprehensive, interdisciplinary, as I mentioned, and we'll have lots of trained folks out there and we'll have a system instead of what I called earlier a non-system of early childhood. That's my dream and my hope. Well, and it's also one you've expressed very clearly. And I guess now it's up to how all of us will develop political will to see that this occurs. And then the big part of it is, as you've mentioned, is the education of people who are in positions of decision making. And uh, Dr. Wolf, would you care to ask any other questions of, of Kathy before we sort of begin to wrap this up and sign off? Oh, gosh, I, I love the dream. Um, I, I've seen the impact of us uh, with dollar signs in our eyes, knowing that there's money coming in and, and all of us with our own dreams and to be able to have a unified vision um, certainly would be wonderful. As a faculty member in early childhood and someone that works as an advocate, so often my frustration has been working with legislatures who maybe just don't have the education. And um, so this is really neat. I'm curious to hear if you have heard of um, legislatures or other kind of people in public policy that have shown interest and how would you recommend us approaching them about becoming part of this, um, sending their staff to get the certificate or um you know, how that's a whole other piece that I haven't really even thought too much about, but it could be a real neat way to educate our um, elected officials and others that work in these issues. Right. In fact, I think that the people who are already in the field, including legislators and congressional folks in the field working in this, I think they will likely not want to go back and get a graduate degree or an additional graduate degree. So I hope that's where the certificates come in, uh, where they probably vary from nine to 15 college credits for certificates at various institutions. I know eight institutions that are working together have a 12 credit certificate. So I think to share the information, ecpolicy.org, to share the information not only with folks in administrative offices at local, but you know, primarily state level, and all of these various departments that are making policies for young children, you know, social services, health, education, and so forth, to share with them what's available, I think would be really important. But also the legislative and congressional offices. You know, there are staff members in charge of early childhood issues, or better yet. I think for the people who become trained in early childhood policy, wouldn't that be great if they became representatives and senators at state and federal level to really, you know, be able to make certain kinds of policies that would be good for young children and families, judicial offices, but also look at your partners in your state and in your community that are non-government entities and share this information with them about uh, certificates and, and degree programs so we have professional organizations, foundations, um, nonprofit agencies, including, as you mentioned, advocacy organizations, but also folks working at universities and in research-based organizations. I think to look at your state and think of all of the different people who either make policies or advocate for certain policies, to share this information with them and this website Oh, have I mentioned ecpolicy.org? Uh, share this with them 
and keep them informed and involved uh, so lots and lots of people can become more tuned in to this very difficult job of making positive policies for young children, their families, and all of the professionals who work with or educate them. Well, Kathy, I appreciate so much the time that you have given us today. And there are many more questions that I'm sure that Dr. Wolf and I could throw at you. But I think you've given us a lot to think about. And hopefully, hopefully our listeners will have some things that they've never, maybe never thought of. Uh, that will energize them to go to that. What's the name that website one more time? <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you asked. ecpolicy.org. And Kathy, before time runs out, I would like to thank the folks who helped make this a reality, and that's funders. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't thank Heising Simons Foundation, Buffett Early Childhood Fund, and Bezos Family Foundation. And then, in addition, an incredible advisory committee and the faculty from our 13 institutions of higher ed. Lynn and I are just so thankful for all their support and commitment. And so once again, and, and by the way, thank both Kathy and Kenya for also being part of this exciting initiative and allowing me to share more about it. So I thank you. Thank you for joining us today for Ed's Up. If you have an early education topic you'd like to discuss, let us know about it at edsup at olemiss.edu. The Ed's Up podcast is a production of the Graduate Center for the Study of Early Learning at the University of Mississippi. The views and opinions of podcast participants are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the university, its employees, or any affiliated entity.